where up is now down and left is now right. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. The world is on fire and we are all doomed. We're doomed. 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 I told you. We're doomed. Doomed. We're doomed. Our universe is doomed. Relax. Take a break from the insanity and laugh. It unites humanity in a way that no one ever thought possible. It's reality on it's call so waiting. Last off. That's so what? That's so funny. I'm sorry. Every time I hear Deanna Troy say that, I'm like, well, that's a huge compliment from her. <laughs> that's right. It unites humanity in a way that no one ever thought possible. Well, I'm sure people are thinking, yeah, we didn't think of this would be possible. I don't know if we unite. We're more divi- divisive than anything. <laughs> no, no. Okay, no, okay, no. okay, okay. We Maybe are, we are not divisive. We are not divisive at all on this. Well, program. not on this topic. No, no, not not when it comes to the fact that we're doomed. Well, duh. I mean, I think everyone's in agreement on that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're yeah. We're, we're all screwed. We're all doomed. We're all going to die. It's all over. Well, we all know we're going to die, but it's going to be a lot more interesting at this point. You think? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I knew my death was going to be interesting anyways, because it's going to be something really ironic and stupid. Well, we're not even two minutes into the show, and you're already talking about death and everything else. <sighs> I'm a dark person. Yeah, obviously. I mean, here <laughs> I was, you know. All right, so welcome to it. It's reality on call waiting. Hello. Don't pick up the phone. Don't answer it. Yeah, most of our listeners it's probably don't bright. know what that means. Yes, they do. Okay. So uh, it's been brought to my attention that apparently we have strange animal names. No, not at all. I don't uh, think so. Because I, I posted a picture of Ryoga on Instagram. And before I knew it, I was in a conversation talking about animal names, and they were asking, who names them? Who's in, who's in charge? And I said, well, I'll give you one guess, and it's not me. No, it's me. It's guilty as charged. All right. So real quick, let's give, let's give the rundown. We have three cats. Yes. One dog. Yes. And they all have names related to anime. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'd say this time around, they do. Yeah. All of them, every one of them. I was gonna say, is there one? That well, we... you know, um, my father isn't listening, so he doesn't know that Archer. Isn't... Your dad doesn't know what a podcast is. That's true. That's true. But we kind of cleverly disguised Archer's name, so you know, people think that he's after the FX series Archer, but actually, he's after the Fate Grand Order or the Fate Stay Night series, and he's Emio Shiro, aka. Archer, yeah. And then you have go through the other ones. I mean, Ryoga is climbing up into your desk right yeah, now. Yeah, he's uh, actually in the desk, and yeah. his name is Ryoga Hibiki, which is after Ranma One Half. Which I had a name because my my cat that I lost, who was my best friend in the whole wide world, was named Rama Saltome. And of course, all of our cats have multiple names. Actually, the only animal. No, no, no. Give the name. Okay, sorry. A D D. Stop it, Ryoga. Okay, we have Ryoga Hibiki, we have ha- Sakata Gintoki, Sakata Gintoki, and we have Hatsune Miku. Okay, and where does Sakata Gintoki come from? Gintama. Which is? An anime. Okay. And which is like the best anime. If you haven't seen it, I don't know why you're watching anime, because that's the best one. <laughs> Sorry. All right, and then? 
Hatsune Miku. That's from Vocaloid. It means uh, sound. Although I don't, I've never called her that since the day I brought her home. She has been Mimi. And well, what? And why is she Mimi? Because she goes me, me, which is so cute. And she has other names too. Yeah. So you're you're telling me that you named your cat mm-hmm. for? No, I'm talking about Mimi here. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Da-da-da. You named her after this. But that's that's not her. You need to actually have one with her singing. Well, I thought because yes, it's after the synthesizer. I've always found that fascinating—the fact that they could take a character from a synthesizer and make it into the cutest little thing I've ever seen. It's taken on a whole life of its own. If you don't know what Vocaloid is. Google it. You'll find all sorts of cute little girls. You use your interwebs and you get on the search engine thingy and you do the thing and you look it up. That's just, it's so cute. All right. Now, why do you name your animals after anime characters? Mm, I didn't used to. Or why has that become the trend? Because of Rama. Okay. Because when I had Rama, I wanted to have Ryoga. So that's why we have Ryoga. Okay. He came after old man passed. Well, so that so that led to a spirited conversation on Facebook. <laughs> said it, so it's been brought to my attention that we may or may not have strange names for the animals, and that made me wonder what's the weirdest name you've given your pet? Trying to gauge my insanity. See, but that's not the weirdest one I've ever named. I actually had one that had a military title. Sergeant Tibby. Sergeant Tibbs. He was a sergeant. I don't know what of, but <laughs> had a bird named Loco. Aww. Just because he was insane. Well, see, but that makes sense. <laughs> you know, the pet, the vets, except for that one in Forney, can't even pronounce the names. Had a, had a dog named uh, Biggie because. Uh, Did you name him after the rapper? I, the person that I got him from, uh, he was being given away and everything. Uh, she had named him. After the rapper. Ah. And, and he didn't get shot, did he? No. Okay. Well, he, that's good. Then he, he didn't He did follow, not get shot. He didn't uh, fall in that path. Uh, but I noticed that uh, the one thing about him that she never really mentioned is that his ego was the size of a German Shepherd. Oh, so he but has he like was a... a little teacup chihuahua. Well, they all are like that. It's like a Napoleonic complex. Yeah, but the thing is, like, he didn't fret when the door, when somebody came to the door. He didn't fret when people walked by. He did, he wasn't afraid of his own shadow. I mean, he was just, he had this big, huge ego. Did he like kids? Most yeah. little dogs hate kids. Yeah, I mean, he was he was pretty much fine with anybody. Well, that's good. That's unusual because he was a bastard in uh when going to bed though. And did he like you? Because most yeah, of all, they did. only like one person. He did, uh, and he would he would sleep uh, above the covers in the bend of my legs. But if I ever like tossed or turned and disrupted his sleep, he would start growling at me. Mm, well, Gene sort of shares a little bit of that kinship. If I toss and turn, he slaps me in the face. So uh, to give you a rundown of some of the names that were given, mm-hmm. uh, Amber said sooner. 
Ah, am I to assume Oklahoma is involved? I'm, I'm going to guess. Uh, Nick uh, says my very first cat's name was Hajip. Not even sure how to spell it. My parents were stoners back then. Uh, the, Paul said uh, Perky. He was anything but. Uh, Rosemary says Spiro. I don't know where that's from. Spiro was spelled S-P-I-R-O. Maybe they were trying to name it after the Sega game? Maybe. Uh, Rachel says Hamburglar. That's funny. Erica says Waterfall, Crystal Lake, Snowflake, River Song. Jesus Christ. <laughs> How would you? I mean, you would have to shorten that. I mean, can you imagine if that's a dog or something like Waterfall, Snowflake, something, something. See, I, I don't even know what comes after that. Well, so. and, and River Song. I mean, I, 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 as soon as I saw I River, River Song, Song, I thought, you know, Doctor Who. Uh, I, I would have just called it River. Uh, then we have uh, Ro Laren after the Star Trek character. I don't know. I don't remember that character, but we'll move on. Uh, uh, Doug. Gaigoji? Gaigogi? That is. Gaigoji. Yeah. Uh, which is Korean for barbecue dog meat. I think that one's the winner. Uh, Gary, who, M- Mr. Doomology himself. My sisters named their goldfish Pumpernickel Goldie. <laughs> Pumpernickel Goldie. <laughs> If a fish is a pet, and I said fish are pets that are doomed. I love him. He uh, is like the best. Him and him and Eric are the best. Chris uh, had a cat named Alf growing up. Oh, sister had a pair of cats named uh, ASCII and IDE. A couple of uh, computer jokes there. Uh, Aaron says Bellatrix, not the Harry Potter character, but the female warrior in Latin, <laughs> and Quintus Tullus Cicero. Uh, Dominic says Malenko, which, uh, knowing him, it's a ICP reference. Uh, Kunoichi? Kunoichi? Yeah, Kunoichi. Yeah, uh, Japanese for sexy female assassin. (laughs) That's nice. Uh, cat named Gravy from Charity. Aw. Uh, Rob says Useless. I like that one. For a dog? Yeah. Uh, Silent Rob, Tedley. Tedley. Mike, name my dog Wolf. That's cute. Uh, then uh, Teresa says Tume. Tume. I know someone that named their dog D-O-G. Dog? No, they called it D-O-G. Oh, okay. Like D-O-G. <laughs> right. It's like, that's awesome. Uh, let's see. Malia says we've had a bear and a bug. My dog is monkey or monk, and my brother's dog is rooster or roosty. And then Lindsay says, Turd Ferguson. <laughs> that would make me think of Ben Ferguson, and I'm not naming any animal after Ben Ferguson. No, no, no. no you definitely, it's like naming an animal after Alex Jones. You just don't do it. Why? Okay. Now I want to do it. No, I mean, my question for the listeners would be, do you nickname your animals? Because I tell you what, I nickname mine. Mine have several nicknames. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Ryoga. Has uh, Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo. Derpy Cat. Derpy. Froggy. Mr. Frog. Mr. Frog. Frogger. Mimi is polka dot butt Mimi. Mimsy. And Gein, he has the best. You have Professor Gein Bean, which I took from Richie Rich, Professor Gein Bean. I thought that was cute. Uh, Gein, Gein-san, asshole. (laughs) Bunny Butt. Because he has a cute little bunny butt. 
Yeah, uh, see, but Archer just has Archer. Or asshole. <laughs> you, little, you little bastard. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Stop it, you little bastard. <laughs> All right, so, so that explains uh, the the animals' names, yes. uh, which I'm pretty sure you can hear them rustling and bustling around in the studio. Because yeah. uh, it's it's Ryoga ha- did not have his usual go batshit crazy at ten. So oh, that's right, he's running a little late today. It, yeah. And uh, it's April first, it's April Fool's Day. Uh, but this is not a joke. This is not a, a prank. That we we are actually doing this. Yeah, you know, this 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 will actually. You're, you're actually hearing this. <laughs> We're not going to just suddenly cut to credits. Well, we might. We might. <laughs> we might. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I had some other stories, but I guess they're still on the printer. Well, I think we've got enough. Yeah. Okay. I, I, one of them was pretty interesting, though. was uh, talking about a male birth control that is... Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they already had that. It was called Depo-Provera. Oh, well, that was to uh, chemically neuter. Well, guess what? It has two uses. (laughs) Me. (laughs) All right, so last week we were talking about the Florida Man Challenge. Oh, yeah. And apparently people were having some difficulty with it. Really? Yeah, apparently uh, not uh, not every day is the day for a Florida man. Well, I'm sure you give it time and it will be. However, if you are born on March 27th, Mm Mm-hmm. There is a Florida man story for you. Florida man faked robbery to get out of work. Authorities say a Florida man didn't want to show up for his shift at a Hardy's restaurant, so he called 911 and reported that he had just been robbed. WFTS-TV reports that 32-year-old Brian Anderson of Dundee told dispatchers that two gun-carrying men took his necklace, money, and his phone before jumping into a car and driving away. Polk County Sheriff's deputies went to the scene and quick, quickly realized a robbery never happened. Did he not even go through the effort to try to make it look like a robbery? I guess not. Uh, <sighs> Florida. In a Facebook post, the agency said Anderson confessed, adding that on the bright side, Brian didn't have to go to his 11 a.m. shift at the restaurant. No, I bet he didn't. Anderson is charged with misusing the 911 system and knowingly giving false information to law enforcement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the moral of the story, don't screw with 911 and go to work, even if you work at Hardee's. Yeah. you don't... Hardee's isn't that bad. I like their breakfast. Well, honestly, I mean, you don't want to go to work, so you're going to act like you got robbed. Yeah, that's Did you a... burn up all of your sick days and everything already, or are you, or are you that close to being fired and shit can that you have to fake a robbery? And if you're gonna fake it, at least go through the effort, you know, like punch yourself in the eye, or I don't know, yeah, describe, like Jim Car- describe somebody's freaking vehicle that you know, like Jim Carrey and Liar Liar when yeah. he beat the crap out of himself in the bathroom. Yeah, I mean, have something. I mean, if you file a police report, don't you think the police are gonna come out? Yeah. I mean, come on. Jesus. All right, so... Uh, How many brain cells involved with that one? So he's he's a douchey co-worker for wanting to, you know, fake a robbery to get out of going to work, making other people work harder, because you know, to cover his ass. Well, at least he didn't rob the Hardys. That's true. <laughs> or, or tell somebody to go rob the Hardys so they would shut it down so he wouldn't have to be there. And the guy is still better than both of the guys from 
well, all three of them from Clerks, too, because they didn't have a donkey show in the Hardys, so. Hey, hey, hey. What? Nothing wrong with a little interspecies erotica. Nah, I haven't seen one yet, so I'll have to to get back to you on that one. You have to take my word for it? That's on my list. That's on my list. I don't think I want to see it in person, though. (laughs) I might be scarred for life. Well, he's not. He's a douchey coworker, but he's not as douchey as this guy. No, no, this person actually. This is this is a whole another level of wow. A 19-year-old man admitted to spiking his coworkers' drink drinks at work, and he says he did so because of their negative energy. Oh, this person's a hippie. Missouri police said, according to KMOV, in an attempt to quote mellow out unquote the other employees at enterprise rent a car in arnold missouri man i bet that was interesting renting a car that day oh no kidding (laughs) no kidding oh my god uh the man told police that he spiked three other uh, co-workers water bottles and coffee cups with lsd can you imagine the screen's melting the cars are melting oh my (laughs) god two of the employees at the agency's southwest of st louis became dizzy and shaky and didn't know why those workers ages 24 and 23 were taken to a hospital and their 27 year old manager called police she reported that the 19-year-old employee was, quote, acting weird, unquote, and that she saw him allegedly holding a water dropper and messing with the, her water jug, the police report said. She well, you know, said she it, didn't drink from the jug. Well, I mean, if they just became dizzy and shaken, that's not bad. You know, I mean, you can imagine what scale it could have been. I mean, depending upon how much or how strong well, the LSD is. I mean, my God, you could be like actually having Jacob's ladder. Of me. Well, <laughs> well, mind Jesus. you, I mean, they became dizzy and shaky and they didn't know why they didn't, you know, but of course, after they were taken to the hospital, I mean, they possibly were just tripping balls. It just makes me think of that whole, um, Ray Donovan episode where they did that to the Whaley guy, like doused him with LSD to where his action figures were like freaking out. <laughs> That was awesome. Oh, yeah, where he's, like, carrying on conversations with him and everything. Oh, and they're yeah. carrying on conversations I mean, with just, the FBI guy. Yeah, oh, I know what you're talking about now. he's just freaking out. I mean, that, that, seriously, dizzy and shaken, that, that's, that's not bad. Now, of course, the 19-year-old was arrested, and he told police that he spiked the water bottles with LSD because they were too uptight and they needed to have better energy. I don't know, man. I, I've never found... LSD to be a mind-expanding drug. And, of course, he faces charges of second-degree assault and possession of a controlled substance. <laughs> and LSD, which is also known as acid, is one of the most powerful mood-changing chemicals, according to the Partnership for Drug-Free Kids. Aw. Hi, Yo-Yo. Hi, yo I hear you. Yeah, he's going crazy. We did not give him LSD, by the way. No. No, we did not. Just catnip. No, not today. Oh, thank not God. Yet. Not yet. Thank God. No, he would be climbing the walls if we actually gave him catnip. What else you got for us? Uh, South Carolina school bus driver avoids the squirrels and uh, crashes into the house. This is best. Well, well wait, I, I, wait a second. The, the, a bus driver was trying to dodge the squirrels. Yeah, that's like and a guy- crashes into a house. Yeah, it's basically like a Geico commercial. Yeah, the driver told the police that she was trying to avoid hitting. Two squirrels that ran into the roadway, literally, yeah, Geico, she told uh, Fox Carolina. Unfortunately, she uh, overcorrected and lost control of the bus. And she was cited with a failure to exercise due care. 
And good news is no one was injured, but the house was damaged. Apparently, the house smashed into a shutter. So just just a broken window and a dent to the top of it, that's not bad. And the squirrels were not emotionally injured or physically injured, according to the story. That That's great. Okay, now, when you're, when you're driving, mm-hmm. do you avoid the squirrels? Yes. Or do you try to take them out? No, I avoid them. Anytime I hit something. Like, how much, how much effort do you put into trying to dodge them? I'm not going to crash into a house, but I definitely slam on the brakes or try to, you know, avoid them. Like, when I hit something, I always do the sign of the cross and get real sad. I don't know. I'm superstitious like that. I do the same thing when I see a hearse, though. I mean, I will try. I will try. I will bob or I will weave. But I won't do both. Now, I'll do that for animals. Now, certain people, I would accelerate. Definitely. I will not disclose those names, but I do have a list. Okay. <laughs> and if you know who you are, you know you're on it. So stay off the roadway when you know I'm driving. Well, if you work at Starbucks or any other coffee joint and you call yourself a barista. Oh, I hate that name. You better beware. Yeah. Now... We had discussed something similar on another podcast, when but we were talking about pizzas. Now, pizza maker. Now we have a robot that makes gourmet cups of coffee on its way. I thought they already had that. Like, wasn't that in the eighties? They had the machine that drops down the cup. They had robots for everything in the eighties, though. Yeah, but uh, but no, no, no. We're talking like straight up. These are like artificial intelligence. These are like the beginnings of Skynet where these robots are going to be like throwing coffee at us and and burning us. Basically threatening us with hot coffee. Yeah. In Boston, robots have replaced chefs and are creating complex bowls of food for customers. In Prague, machines are displacing bartenders and serving and servers using an app. In Denver, they're taking orders out of fast food food drive through. Wow. I'm already questioning this article because they... I spelled drive-thru. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. I see that. Is, My mind's like, drive-thru? It, it is the Washington Post. Okay. <laughs> Ro- robots are even making the perfect loaf of bread these days, taking charge of an art that has remained in human hands for thousands of years. Now comes Brijo, a company that, that has created a fully automated robotic brewing machine that can push out 100 cups of coffee in a single hour, equaling the output of three to four baristas, according to the company. I'm so glad you said that name because I was going to say Brigo. <laughs> well, I tried to put the douchey uh, bar- <sighs> you know, barista. Uh, ta- uh, you know. Yeah, I can't think like that. So it's a really good thing. that Using a blend of Latin beans, the machine known as a coffee house. How do they know they're Latin beans? Or coffee house. Coffee house? Creates customized cups of gourmet coffee that can be ordered via an, via an app, giving customers control over ingredients, espresso shots, flavorings, and temperature without any human interaction. The company says no other business in the world has applied as much technology to specialty coffee. Now, you how know, soon would, will Starbucks be employing these I things? really wish they would because I don't want them talking to me about race. And I don't like giving them my name either. I always give them a fake name. And then the bad thing is I usually forget what name I give them, so then I don't know when they're call- when my coffee's ready. <laughs> That's pretty bad. And 100 cups of coffee an hour? It just makes me jittery hearing that. That's not. I mean, that's not bad. 
I mean, that's one of the areas why I don't mind it becoming automated because honestly, this uh, I don't know. I don't go into a Starbucks anyways, so I probably should not have an opinion on this. But every time I do go to a Starbucks, though, I quickly find myself regretting it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got at least the entire people in the restaurant are just on their laptops pretending to be writers. No more lines, no more counter confusion, no more misspelled names. Brijo's website says flicking at human failings. Brijo said all eight of its machines are owned by the company, but they've recently begun offering a licensed business model to prospective operators. The company didn't reveal how much that business model costs, but noted that rent and revenue sharing arrangements are typical when a machine is placed in a public location, such as an airport. Well, I will defend one thing. You know, if people didn't name their kids such weird stuff, we wouldn't have a problem with misspelled names. But some of the kids' names nowadays, you're like, what? Like, I have to ask you all the time what my cousin's kid's name is and how to spell it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you start naming them weird stuff like that, I'm sorry. Get off your high horse about us misspelling it. Okay, I don't like having to Google how to spell your damn kid's name, okay? Name it something normal. Look, the name Gary is is dying out. We need to bring back Gary. We do. Why? I don't know. I like that name. And Peter. And Thomas. There's so many other lost names. And Todd. Yeah, that'd be awesome to have a kid name it the Todd. (laughs) <laughs> but it's Hopefully it gives everybody Todd. high fives. Yeah, but it's got to be the Todd well, from if you name, Well, if you name it Todd, it would be the Todd. You would make sure that it would be. <laughs> You'd be like, hey, the Todd. All right. Uh, prospective companies, uh, since we're talking about this uh, coffee-making robot that can soon be displacing baristas at Starbucks and everything. Yeah, they better learn how to code. Well, one thing that we always talk about is truth in advertising. Uh-huh. So awkward.com came up with a list of what honest corporate slogans look like. Honest corporate slogans? Yeah. So So like Windows, we crash and we force you to update? Something like that. But uh, you know, uh Maybe, Maybelline. Uh, you know, maybe she's born with it, maybe it's Maybelline. Or maybe it's methamphetamine. Or maybe it's Photoshop. Well, maybe it's somebody that's like barely 20 years old. So, of course, they don't have wrinkles. Uh, Pepsi's uh, honest company corporate slogan would be better than tab. (laughs) Pepsi when there's no Coke. Yeah, like Las Vegas. (laughs) Taco Bell. They always say open late, whatever. Uh, Taco Bell's new slogan. Also open when you're sober. Yeah. Yeah. Vise- that would be Jack in a Box, too. Exactly, yeah. That would be Jack in a Box. Well, a lot of their locations, their drive throughs are open 24-7. Except for the one over there by TM. Well, yeah, because it's that's industrial. So it, there's not a whole lot of residences over there. I don't care. It's still weird. I, don't I like know. Uh, Visine, we all know why your eyes are red. That's not true. Clear eyes. Urban Outfitters, pay money to look homeless. And douchey. Ikea, we throw in extra parts just to mess with you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Amazon, priming us to never leave the house. (laughs) It's for every recluse. Uh, Let's see. Levi's, wearable napkins. 
that are way too expensive. Now, if I say $2,000 Facebook machines, what company comes to mind? I don't know. Apple. Oh, I was going to say, we brag that we don't have viruses, but we do. Uh, never around when you need it, WD-40. That's true. And it's almost like Windex. You can use it on anything, and it works. Uh, Burger King, have it your way. Eat somewhere else. That or you can't find one. <laughs> uh, Hallmark, when you care enough to give a card mass-produced by a corporation. Yeah, but all cards are mass-produced by a corporation. I'd be like, when you have to send wedding invitations. Uh, Harley Davidson, here for your here for you during that midlife crisis. See, I think that'd be Porsche. Uh, or, or, or Infinity. Yeah. Perrier. Rich people water. No. <laughs> it's water that tastes like shit. <laughs> and is fizzy. D uh, and Activa. Helps you poop. <laughs> that's that. What did they say? That, what, what did they say on, on Sonic for Hire? Diarrhea yogurt? That. Yeah. That. Uh. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, she's a hermaphrodite, but it just wasn't high enough on their list for them to check Snopes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, WebMD, convince yourself that you have a terminal illness. No, it should be everybody has cancer. Yeah, exactly. Because as soon as you type it in, you have got cancer or it's lupus. Uh, Subway, let that bread smell soak into your clothes. Mm, I was actually going to think. What is it? $5 foot long? And then I think of Jared. Yep, exactly. Oh, they'll never get past that. Gillette, we're just going to keep adding more blades. That and, you know, what was the whole... Eh, we don't need to talk about that. Yeah, but that's what I think of now. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, the whole social justice thing? Yeah. What does it mean to be a man? Yeah, it's like you're, you're a, a razor company, yet you suddenly want to alienate your the majority of your audience? Okay, all right. Starbucks. We serve you decaf if you're rude. <laughs> do they even have decaf? Yeah, they do. Believe it or not. I'm shocked. Uh, LinkedIn. Connect with people for no reason at all. Yes, I agree. And it's completely useless. I have never gotten anything from LinkedIn, but I still have one. I don't know why. I don't know why I do either. I mean, everybody that anybody that uh, sends me a connect request on LinkedIn aren't people that I've ever worked with. Yeah, yeah, same here. I mean, originally it, that was like your corporate social network. That was the one where you you got in touch with people that you either currently work with or used to work with, so you could build your network and you can talk to people and you can look for better jobs and stuff like that. Yeah, it's never been useful in that way. Uh, the only people that send me connect requests are people who are wanting to get an interview on a radio show I used to produce. Well, I get I get them all the time from people in the business. It's just people that I'm kind of going. Holy crap, why are they connecting with me? <laughs> That's like my husband's boss. What's up with that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I should be afraid or what. Well, and the thing is that they connect with you, but they don't even connect with me. Yeah, isn't that weird? I, 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 it's weird. It's very strange. It's just, it's I remember that one day I was telling you, hey, so-and-so is now a connection on LinkedIn. You're like, oh my God, that's my boss. I'm like, yeah, I know, that's weird. Yeah, Kirk. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I, I never. I did not send the request. He sent it, but is, not connected with on my network. It's absolutely yeah. So connect with people for no reason at all. Yeah, pretty much. And remember when they started being political? That was just bizarre. Oh uh, yeah. I was like, what? I still don't know what you would post on LinkedIn. I mean, I really don't. 
uh, hey, I got a new job. Nobody cares. Yeah, no one cares. And, <laughs> and hey, so-and-so congratulated you on your anniversary of your job. I'm like, what? Oh, oh, wait. I haven't updated my employment history on there in three years. That or I'm going, oh, okay, so I have been there that long. I'll be doggone. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? I mean, I don't keep up with that, you know? Yeah, basically, that's uh, pretty much how I'm at. You know, it's like, I don't keep up with LinkedIn at all. I no. pretty much ignore it, uh, which basically means I'm, you know, I'm probably going to just die alone, you know, no, or something. No, you, you die after me, though. Oh, that's right. And uh, even if you're on the machine, you're staying on the machine till I die. <laughs> well, there is a uh, there there's a sad trend out there, and we need to treat this with the amount of respect that it deserves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's... But it's not just you. No, new data shows that more than half of young people in America don't have a romantic partner. And that's that's pretty bad. Yeah, Austin Spivy, a 24-year-old woman in Washington, has been looking for a relationship for years. And she's been looking on several dating apps. I didn't even know half these. I knew OkCupid. I've never heard of Coffee, Coffee Meets Bagel, Hinge. I've heard of Tender, but I've never heard of Bumble. She's on a volleyball team. I didn't even know they had volleyball teams for people that old. Uh, she's even let the Washington Post set her up. Well, there's your problem right there. I'm a very optimistic dater, always energetic to keep trying. See, she and and it's saying that you know just over half of Americans between 18 to 34, 51 percent of them do not have a steady romantic partner, and that is significantly up. This is the latest figure from 2018. It's up 33 percent from 2004. Yeah, the lowest figure since the question was first asked in 1986 and up slightly from 45% in 2016. The shift has helped drive singledom to record high among the overall public, among whom 35% say they have no steady partner, but only up slightly from 33% in 2016 and 2014. Now, there are several other trend trends that go along with this, and women are having fewer children. They're having them later in life. Uh, the median age of first marriage is increasing. I can understand that. Yeah, according to a 27 re uh, report from the Pew Research Center, among those who have never married but are open to it, most say a major reason is because they haven't found the right person. Okay, I don't have a problem so with wait, that. So wait, people are actually starting to wait for that to happen now? Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with that at all. Instead of multiple, you know, divorces, waiting... You know, I mean, in, unless they completely have unrealistic expectations like my uncle who aims for a 10 and can't afford a 10. When he's only really a 4. Doesn't matter. you got to have the bank to afford a 10 because they got to do the upkeep. Yep. Of course, not everyone who's under 35 and single is looking to change that. Caitlin Phillips, a 22-year-old student at the University of Georgia, is open to love if it walked into her life. Wait, how old is she? 22. Okay. She, she doesn't matter. She's just a baby. But she's not actively looking for it. I'm too busy, honestly. I travel a lot, and I have a great group of friends that I hang out with. Yeah, we'll give her a few years and a couple of cats, and she'll change her mind. <laughs> Why doesn't anyone love me when all her friends are having bridal showers and baby showers? Yeah, she'll be the first one. No one loves me. Uh, Ford Torney, a 26-year-old man in Baltimore. That's a fake name if I've ever heard one. Yeah. Does want a steady partner. He just hasn't found the right connection yet. Yeah. Again. He says he occasionally feels isolated in his social circle because most of his friends are married or in serious relationships. He has to remind himself, he says, that the the that most people my age aren't married 
and I just have an uh, uh, outlier in terms of my social group. You know, I noticed in my generation, which I'm not going to tell you what it is. Y'all can go away now. I noticed a lot of uh, my friends that I'm connected with on Facebook, and I really don't call them my friends anymore, but I did go to school with them the majority of my life. They didn't get married until their late 30s, mid to late 30s. And some of them didn't start having kids till then, too. I mean, uh, that's why I thought it was okay for me. I mean, <laughs> everyone else, you know, you wait till you find the right person that you know you're going to be married to forever and stick around to have a kid. Yeah, that's what I was raised to do. But I think a lot of things nowadays is meeting people. I mean, it's hard. Uh, yeah. Uh, if I had to get out into the da dating game right now, yeah. I would be so screwed. Yeah, you'd be jobless. You would definitely not have a job because you and I, the way we hooked up, oh, that would not fly nowadays. Not oh, that, no. That's harassment. Oh, I yeah, would have never thought that. I'm not me that too, type. Pound me too. Yeah. So stupid. Uh, I, I, I've decided uh, in the past week that if I were to re-enter the workforce and w if I were forced to go find a, a regular job again, I would be so screwed because just the way I talk, the way that I make jokes, everything about my personality screams that I would be just screwed right out of the gate because somebody would get offended by something I would say at some point. Yeah, you would have to be very sanitized and definitely have to practice everything. Like I say, to get away from the whole gender pronoun thing, you just don't address them as anything. You're not polite. You just, hey, you, hey, <laughs> wait, come here, you know, do that. That's, there's no gender pronoun in that. It's rude as hell, but hey, definitely keeps them from saying, I'm a chick when I'm a dude. According to the general social survey data, 41% of Democrats are without a steady partner compared with only 29% of Republicans. Black Americans are more likely than white Americans to not have a steady partner, 51% versus 32% respectively. Oh, I could so go off on that, but I'm not going to. The share of non-partnered Americans is also higher among those unemployed. Gee, I wonder why. Yeah, because you can't afford it. <laughs> uh, and just under a third or 32% of employed adults don't have a steady partner. The general so social survey was conducted by NORC at the University of Chicago using in-person interviews of a random national sample of 2,348 adults from uh, let's see, April to November of 2018 results on the partner question is based on a subsample of 1,181 interviews and has a margin of uh, sampling error of plus or minus 3.5 percentage points. And I imagine these statistics to keep climbing in the future years because people are so antisocial now and do not know how to socialize. And this is coming from a recluse who does not know how to socialize at all. Yeah, it's bad. Now, Laura Lane, uh, a co-author of the book, uh, This Is Why You're Single, says <laughs> in an in interview that her brother and his girlfriend got together when he was looking for a job and living with his parents, but Lane has also seen unemployment affecting a person's confidence and in turn torpedoing their efforts to find a steady partner. Well, oh. yeah, if you, sorry, if you, if you're not working and you're single, find a job. I've just found a new thing I want to put on my bucket list. I want to write a very judgmental 
self-help book just like that with that title oh yeah this is why you were single <laughs> this is why you suck <laughs> this is why we're doomed exactly in her early 20s she dated someone uh, who had recently finished graduate school and was wondering what was going to be uh, what he was going to do with his life <laughs> he was very much struggling with his sense of self lane recalls <laughs> and as a result their budding connection didn't turn into something solid now he has a startup and is doing great Oh, in other words, you missed the boat, bitch. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm I just can't get past the fact that he's getting a graduate and doesn't know what he's gonna do with his life. Then why are you getting the degree? Because that's what you're. Uh, you were raised like you got to go to college. You got to go get a. You got to go get a degree. You got to get a degree. You got to do this if you want to get a job. If you want to be successful, you got to go to college. Got to no. get that little piece of paper that says you know oh, stuff. I'm so glad that my dad was such a hard ass because he just really drilled it into me you better hope that whatever it is that you're going to go to school for that you can pay for that it will have some sort of income coming in and i've watched too many of my friends go to school for stuff be stuck with a loan and not be able to use it not be able to use that degree at all that's really sad oh yeah well hey check us out on twitter and facebook Twitter is uh, what at R O C W underscore podcast, uh, Facebook.com forward slash uh, R O C W podcast. Uh, let's see. Ch uh, definitely respond. I, I want to get, uh, I'm going to put a poll out there. Uh, informal poll. Do you dodge squirrels when driving? Yeah. And do you give your animals nicknames? And yes. How many? How many? Exactly. All right, that's going to do it for us for today. Maybe this week. Well, maybe, maybe we'll do more. Maybe we'll do, you know. Like, you never you know. know. You, you know. might you might actually get more than usual. I'm not going to promise it. It could be our April Fool's. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, six super Tyrannus. Good night, Doc Thompson. Good night, Doc Thompson. Wherever you are. Wherever you are. What I was saying, it's very so somber. Okay. Uh, let, uh, since you had to throw that out there, what? let's explain. Let, let's explain. Uh doc thompson mm -hmm. he was it was a uh, a blaze radio and blaze tv uh host that mm -hmm. i worked with he left the company late last year and started his own company uh recently lost his life mm -hmm. uh as uh, back in february as we were getting we were boarding a plane to charlotte mm -hmm. and we found out that he had been hit by a train been hit by a train and it was very shocking ironically I guess coincidentally, he hated Amtrak. Yeah, and that was the train that got him. Yeah, and I can make that. I. I it, it, There's so many things I hate. I just hope that I know mine will be ironic too. You know. Uh. So, at the end of his at, at the end of his show, The Morning Blaze, which I directed for a little while, he would always say, "Uh, six separate Tyrannus, good night," and it would always be Steve Cannon, but. You know. Oh, so that's where you get it from. So, See, I, uh, as a hat tip to Doc Thompson, it's you know six separate Tyrannus. Good night, Doc Thompson. Wherever you are. Okay. So I just still say it. Wanted to him. share that with the class. Definitely. All right, we'll be back with more reality on call waiting. Y'all enjoy the rest of your April Fool's Day and the rest of your week. Yes.